0: Hey guys, Tom Terwilliger here with Epic Men Tribe, rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. And as we all know, you know, the holidays can be a time of celebration, friendship and family, or it can suck the big one. How can you and I maintain the right disposition, attitude and chemical balance we need to keep marching undaunted towards our objectives while dealing with the shorter days, maxing out our credit cards on crap that ultimately doesn't even matter, and all the chaos going around us? without falling prey to the blues or falling into a full-blown depression. That's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Epic Men Radio. Rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. You're listening to Epic Men Radio. That's how If you've ever felt a little blue or down in the dumps or depressed, you know it sucks, man. But full-blown chronic depression, on the other hand, more than just sucks. It can be downright debilitating even for the strongest among us, right? Think about it. Epic men like Abe Lincoln, Terry Bradshaw, Buzz Aldrin, and countless others have battled depression on and off a good part of their life. Hey, look at Owen Wilson, for example, man. Although the guy may or may not be epic, he certainly seemed to have it all, right? Youth, looks, money, fame. And yet, he attempted suicide because of his battle with depression. So if you think you're not vulnerable guess again. The blues, well, they can come and go, and certainly the holidays are notorious for pushing the blues button, right? I lost my parents several years ago, and every now and again, especially when the holidays start to approach, I think about all the great Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners and family gatherings we used to have. I had a big family, and my parents were center of that, and it makes me a little melancholy knowing that that's just in the past now. Great memories, sure, but knowing that I'll never really experience that Memory that experience again certainly not with my parents, and then on top of that you know you got to deal with the shorter days, reduced exposure to sunlight, the ridiculous amounts of money that were coerced into spending on useless gifts, which by the way, I personally have cut back on the last couple of years or so. I've just said no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fall prey to that, you might say, and people around me understand that now because it's ludicrous, unless you're a retailer, of course, that is. And, and and other things like being homesick for many of us, all the freaking alcohol that we tend to consume over the holidays, none for me, thanks. And it can all throw our equilibrium way off, not to mention our chemistry. Plus, who really feels like celebrating with all the madness going on in the world right now? Depression, however. And again, that's what we talk about the blues. I mean, you can all of us can feel a little tinge of that, especially around those holidays, right? But depression. Is a whole other animal, and it's a nasty one at that. Depression is brought on primarily by, let's call it a powerful imbalance of chemicals in the brain that can disrupt our ability to function normally, much less optimally, which is what we're all looking for, right? As entrepreneurs, business owners, and men, we want to perform at optimum levels, not just get by, yeah? I mean, maybe that's part of the problem, man. We've been settling for getting by. We've gotten used to. Uh, performing at levels that are subpar, even for us. Well, we'll talk about more of that, of course. That's what Epic Men's all about. But let's talk about depression now, because maybe you've dealt with this in the past. Maybe you're dealing with it now. Research in the medical community have, have long sought to pin down the source of this chemical imbalance I mentioned, but they're still somewhat uncertain whether it's caused by something physically wrong, maybe even with the brain which they speculate is a tendency some people are naturally predisposed to, or maybe it's just something that's triggered by traumatic events in our lives or chronic stress for that matter. Regardless of the cause, one thing most of the researchers, and I agree with this, is that most of the effective solutions for chronic depression outside cognitive therapies, which I question, always revolve around manually correcting these imbalances, these chemical imbalances, and we're going to talk about how to correct that, right? This is physically and biochemically altering the individual's emotional state, doing it manually. So the first thing we got to understand are what chemicals are involved, and how do we manipulate those ourselves? At the risk of oversimplifying the problem, the major chemicals at work, or rather not at work in many respects, are dopamine, and serotonin, you may remember some of this from your own chemistry classes, right? Well, let's talk about dopamine for a moment because dopamine is a transmitter that helps control the brain's reward and pleasure centers. Dopamine also helps regulate movement and emotional responses, and it enables us to not only see rewards, in other words, you know, hey, listen, we could say, hey, if I accomplish this objective, I'm gonna buy myself a new Maserati or a new Austin Martin. But if we don't have the right chemicals, the right dopamine being produced at the moments when we start to think about those things as rewards, we can see the car. We can even see it at the end of the path. But we don't recognize it as something that's a motivator. We don't recognize it as something that is a reward. So dopamine plays a role in the ability to recognize those rewards. And if we don't recognize the rewards down the road, then what are we doing this for, man? But dopamine also plays a role in our ability to take action and move towards those rewards. I like to describe it sort of as the high-octane feel-good chemical that fuels happiness. It fuels motivation and even basic critical thinking ability. Entrepreneurs like us are especially susceptible to the effects of dopamine. We're powered by it, we're moved by it. But here's the problem. See, when we're not in the pursuit of whatever it is that we're after, or actively moving towards the rewards of our hard work and our efforts, We feel the absence of this particular hormone, this neurotransmitter, this dopamine. We feel it big time, and we often try and find it or replace it elsewhere. And there are three ways that most of us do that, guy. And you may fall into these categories or not. But three ways we try to replace it, alcohol, porn, and strippers. Because these things leave this desire. They have some semblance of a reward that we think Is available at the end and 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 it's and it's the challenge you might say and none of these things alcohol porn or strippers none of which ever produced a positive outcome other than the dopamine rush itself which is why we do it so it's something to think about in terms of how you're replacing those things because a lot of times during these holidays for entrepreneurs we're not actively in the business of pursuit we're not moving towards particular objective things slow down a little bit in the marketplace people are buying but they're not necessarily buying what we're selling. People are trading, but they're not necessarily trading what we're trading. And sometimes we take it easy. We say, hey, let's, let's back it off a little bit. Let's enjoy the holidays. So we pull back, we're not in pursuit. And then we start to miss it. The chemical, almost like like going cold turkey without cigarettes or heroin, man. It's the same type of thing. In fact, in many respects, it's even more difficult to wean yourself off these hormones. Serotonin is another hormone that acts like a transmitter, a neurotransmitter, and it's responsible for the regulation of mood, sleep, sex drive, appetite, and many other important processes, including all these different social drives that we have. Now, many of today's most common antidepressant drugs, for example, are what are referred to as selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, right? Now I'll let your pharmacist explain why they're called that. I'm not going to get into all that stuff. Considering the cognitive, the physical, and even the biochemical jobs of both dopamine and serotonin, it's pretty clear why researchers are so sure that these two hormones, dopamine and serotonin, are at severely low levels in people suffering from depression. So if you have trouble concentrating, for example, you could blame that on dopamine. If you're having trouble getting motivated, you can blame that on a lack of dopamine. Controlling emotions, maybe that's serotonin. Sleeping long hours or you can't sleep at all, serotonin may be responsible. Loss of appetite or stress eating. Man, if you're eating because you're stressed out, it may be because your body is not producing enough serotonin naturally. And the list goes on and on. So we gotta find a way to keep those hormones at peak levels. If you've read any of my stuff, you already know that I'm a huge proponent of physical exercise. Not just so that we can look good, have more energy, but also so that we can feel good. I mean actually so we can feel great. There are so many psychological, emotional, and of course physical benefits to exercise, but high intensity exercise, which we're gonna talk about in a moment, can change the entire biochemistry of the body. But here's what I hear all the time. Here's what I get from people that say, you know, I I either don't have time, I don't have energy to work out or train. In fact, this is like the most common thing. If I'm feeling tired and unmotivated, how is exercise possibly gonna help? I'll just feel more exhausted after that. Well, let me explain. See, exercise's ability to elevate mood and increase energy and a sense of well-being relies on the fact that this chemical system works both ways. What I'm talking about is the production of those different hormones we mentioned a moment ago. See, research shows that regular exercise usually correlates with better production, regulation, and even the release of hormones and neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin, not to mention, guys, listen up, not to mention freaking testosterone and growth hormone. We all need more of that, especially as we become more and more seasoned, yes? You know, I'm, that's a nice way of saying more, more and more mature. But here's the deal. When it comes to exercise, there's a specific thing that we need to do. So for people who are suffering from regular b- bouts of depression or anyone looking for a quick emotional pick-me-up, there's something a little more specific that you need to do in terms of exercise. See, the key to a big boost in dopamine, serotonin, and testosterone, and not just Is not just exercise, but rather high-intensity exercise, working out to exhaustion. That's right, exhaustion. To get the biggest bang for your workout buck, a big chunk of your exercise time needs to involve keeping your heart rate at around what we call aerobic levels, right? High-intensity levels. 70 to 80% of your maximum. And here's a quick formula for you, by the way. If you're wondering, well, how do I get to 80, 70, 80% of my maximum? How do I even know what my maximum is? Now, there's different formulas for this, but I'm going to give you a quick one. So jot this down if you have a moment to do so. And this is simple. You may have already done this. Use the number 220. Start with the number 220. Then you're going to minus your age, and that's going to equal your maximum heart rate. For example, let's just say you're 50 years old. So we're going to minus 50 from 220. That gives us 170, right? So let's call that your predicted maximum heart rate, right? That's as high as you really want to go. Now, you can go higher if you're healthy and you're exercising on a regular basis. But let's just say that's your highest. Now, you're going to times that by 80% or 0.80, right? And that's going to equal, in this particular case, 136. Or in your particular case, your target heart rate at 85% of your predicted max. That makes sense? So again, 220 minus your age multiplied by the level of intensity that you want to push yourself to. And we're going to call it about 80% for this particular push, this particular intensity level, right? For at least 20 to 30 minutes during your workout. So if you're working out for an hour, you need to get at least 20 or 30 minutes of that time at high intensity levels to maximize the results of these hormone productions, right? Now, personally, i got to tell you that the best results that I've ever experienced in terms of mood and energy elevation has always been following a session of high-intensity strength training. I very rarely get the mood-elevating effects you know, during uh, cardiovascular training, like getting on a bike or going for a mild run or a walk or anything mild levels don't really produce these hormones at high levels. But high-intensity strength training does. See, the research doesn't necessarily back me up. It doesn't, you know, bear me out on this. But, but there's something about what I call the life and death struggle of man versus weight that stimulates more than just adrenaline, Right? The reward system, dopamine and serotonin, is stimulated when the challenge is put forth. And you can put forth that challenge on your own. But when the challenge is put forth, and the body, the mind, and your will has to come together to meet that challenge. And after all, isn't that what we do as entrepreneurs anyway? So think about it. When you're not doing that, when you're not in the battle, when you're not in the adventure, You need to replace that. In fact, you should be doing this anyway, all the time. But you need to replace it with high-intensity exercise to make sure your body's getting optimum levels of those hormones. Does that make sense? So if you're feeling a little depressed, you may want to consider exercise as your first action or even your first line of defense as opposed to immediately resorting to pharmaceuticals or even therapy. Forget that stuff for the moment. That should be last resort, guys. Epic men don't depend on those things. They use them as last resort. The first step is nutrition and exercise, changing your state. It's so easy to say, "Well, wow, I'm so busy, and I got to do shopping. There's all this other stuff on top of my regular schedule. So what? Now is the time you need to do it. You get into the gym at 6 a.m. You get there at the end of the night. I don't care when you do it, but you need to do it, not just for your physical health and safety, but your mental and emotional well-being as well. But just one more thing that I've experienced personally is a surefire way to avoid or even eliminate the blues or even depression. You ready for it? You may not like it. Here it is. Stop thinking about you. Stop thinking about what's bothering you. What's wrong with you? What you need to do is turn your focus towards others. Sometimes, we wind up searching for the feeling of significance, which we all need, by the way. It's one of our basic human needs to feel significance. And by the way, this is another reason why we're entrepreneurs, yes? So sometimes we wind up searching for that feeling of significance in all the wrong places. You wanna feel significant? You wanna feel like you're needed and like you can really make a difference? Then turn your efforts, your energy, and your focus outwards instead of inwards, towards someone else or some other thing that's in need of your help and your support right now, especially during the holidays. Even good old George Bailey, remember George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life? Well, even good old George Bailey couldn't stop thinking about ending his suffering by jumping off the bridge, remember? Until he had to jump off the bridge to save someone else. Hey. Let me leave you with this. Give yourself a gift right now and go to epicmen.com. Download the Epic Men Manifesto while it's still available. We're going to share some things in that manifesto that will literally change your thinking, that will change your perspective and change the context of everything you're doing from the moment you read it forward. You're going to thank me later. I'm Tom Twilliger with Epic Men, rattling the cage and reigniting the fire. Thanks for being part of our tribe, and I'll see you next time on Epic Men Radio. That's how winning is done. Thanks for listening to Epic Men Radio. Now get off your ass and give us a review on iTunes. And make sure you subscribe to and share Epic Men Radio with other men in your tribe so no one will ever miss a single empowering episode. You can also find us at EpicMen.com.